0: Hi friends, welcome to season two of Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes for you to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have raw, real, and open conversations about what it takes for you to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Ali Kay. And on this episode, I wanted to switch it up for you. So I'm going to give you a solo episode where it's just me. And I wanted to answer the questions that you guys have DM'd me on Instagram and I also just wanted to recap my January fitness journey. So if you've been following along with me on my Instagram or on my TikTok, you know, over the holidays, I kind of just let myself go. You know, I think I definitely lost my routine. I gained a little bit of those holiday pounds. And overall, I just honestly felt like crap. And I come January 1st, I decided to go back to basics and make those small and steady changes. And they have really made such a big difference the past four to five weeks in my life. Um, If you want to go see the pictures, go over to my Instagram. But I wanted to share what's been working for me these past five weeks so that you can hear them and see if you can apply them to your life. So stay tuned. So about two weeks ago, my youngest son threw up like two days in a row, um, just twice, and was fine during the day, threw up, was a champ, um, and we kept him home for the week, and he was fine. And then last week, I went to the gym to go work out like I always do at 8 a.m., and I came home, and I just was not feeling right, and sure enough... I started throwing up for 12 hours straight and I was hit with the worst stomach bug. And I'm still recovering. I'm about a week out. I feel a lot better every day. I feel a lot better. But I was just severely dehydrated and just, I've never been hit with a bug like this. I do not have COVID, got tested, all that. It was definitely just a bad stomach bug. Um, It didn't even really affect my husband. He didn't really get it. I don't know why it's always me that gets these things. And you know, with young kids, it's inevitable. They're always sick at that age because of course they're building up their immune system and then it just gets passed around the family. So I am back to, I just got back into the gym two days ago. So I miss the whole moving my body for over a week. And man, guys, did I ever feel it. I think in those situations, it's so important to listen to your body. And I physically could not work out. So I'm very glad that I you know, took the time to take those days off. But man, mentally, I definitely have felt the effects of it. I've been less motivated, just kind of moodier, how I always talk about. But I got back into the gym on Tuesday couple days ago. So I'm feeling good. But again, I know I say this all the time. Go move your body for 30 minutes a day. It's so real. But anyways, just wanted to catch you guys up to speed. So a couple days ago, I asked you guys to submit some questions to me on Instagram because I just kind of wanted to have a open and real conversation with you guys and I know I get messages a lot and it's sometimes it's so hard to answer everyone and I really want to and I I honestly get a lot of the same questions so I just wanted to address them and answer them and see if I can help in any way and then I'll kind of recap what's been working for me the past 5 weeks so these questions don't really have any particular order I'm just going to answer them So the first question is, what is something you wish you knew during your workout journey that you know now? This is such a good question. So when I initially started my journey, I thought that I would lose weight within months. You know, I actually had my best friend was getting married in Jamaica six months ago. After I had Ford. So I gave birth in June and I knew that I was going to be a bridesmaid and my best friend's wedding in Jamaica that December. So, really, I had in mind that goal that, like, after six months, I would just lose weight and that would be it. Like, that was kind of like the end goal I had in mind in the beginning. And that's really not how it worked out. As you know, my overall weight loss journey, fitness journey, which I say I am still on. It's it's still going on. It's never over until I choose to quit and I'm not quitting. But I really – it took me over two years, over a year, a year and a half. I'm still not at my pre-baby weight, which I don't even focus on anymore. But, you know, it really took me over a year to lose that weight and feel – like myself again, like kind of how I was before I had Ford. So I wish I knew that all things take time. And just because you're not losing weight right away in the beginning doesn't mean you're not making progress. You know, I think my progress was definitely having my perspective evolve over time, meaning that like I found myself that I was getting mentally stronger and physically, you know, taking care of myself and loving and accepting myself. So really there's no end goal for a fitness weight loss journey. I think that's so important to tell yourself and to take it day by day that it's really never over. And every day you consciously put in that work and you'll see progress every day and to also celebrate your small successes that's so important so that's a really good question my second question is what is my daily diet so I'll kind of incorporate what I've been doing the past five weeks that's been working for me so my biggest thing that I've been doing is I've been eating and I fall guilty of not prepping my meals therefore sometimes I skip meals and And like I said, I went back to basic these past five weeks where I had meals planned and I knew they were substantial meals, meaning that I didn't really focus on processed food. I focused on eating proteins and making sure that I had colorful foods every day, which I'm still doing. But, you know, I love broccoli and sweet potatoes and cauliflower, you know, all those good foods that I know had nutrients. And something that I always incorporate in my daily diet is I do that plant-based protein shake. Sometimes I do it twice a day, but definitely in the morning, that's been something that's really been consistent. And another thing is it's all about finding your balance. These past five weeks, I have not been perfect in eliminating processed food or eliminating dessert. Not at all. You know, it was my birthday These. A couple weeks ago and I definitely had cake so I think it's definitely finding your balance focusing on stuff that you can reduce and just really creating that sustainable lifestyle but the most important thing is to eat and make sure what you eat is quality foods and if you're kind of like what are the quality foods they typically are the ones with colors so Rebecca asks is it common to feel worse? Before you feel good when you just start out, especially if you're just starting out on your fitness journey. I have tons of weight to lose, but it hurts. Yes, I know this happened for me and I've actually Googled it. Again, I'm not a doctor. So this is something where you definitely want to do more research into this. But I found that when I started reducing, you know, the processed food and all like that crap food in my diet and replacing it with better quality foods, I found that I felt tired in the beginning. And like, I had headaches, you know, I, I definitely felt worse. And there's a scientific explanation for this. Google it. I'm not a doctor. But I found so many people to tell me that they they've had that same experience where they've cleaned up what they eat, and they feel just, you know, tired, headaches, all that. But I promise you after the first like three to five days, you feel a lot better. So hang in there. And yes, it hurts. Um, One of the reasons why I started cycling in the beginning is because I had so much extra weight on my body. So if you're looking for some type of workout that isn't very high impact cycling and even swimming is a great option and I know there's a lot of like community centers gyms you don't have to have the peloton or anything that you know you can cycle and use that workout machine but cycling is definitely a great option if you're looking to get you know some type of movement but you you know you have extra weight on your body this is another good question. Was your husband supportive? My husband is in shape, works out like five. Oh, he works out like five times a year and he loves burritos. She did like the burrito taco emoji. Oh man. You know, I think it's, I've talked about this before. Men are so blessed where they can just eat anything and everything. And then they like clean up, what they eat for five days and bam, they've lost like 10 pounds and, you know, it makes all the difference. So, yes, my husband was definitely supportive in the sense where he offers me support when I need to work out, you know, if he can watch the kids or encourage me in that sense, he definitely supports me in that area. But, you know, when I was pregnant with Ford and we were ordering out, my husband did the same thing and he still likes to order out. He likes his big Chipotle burritos. You know, he can eat anything and everything. And also, you know, my kids, I have two boys and it's an inevitable. Like we have snacks for days in the house. We have pizza on Friday nights. It's always around me. And my husband's always eating the food. You know, he gets the kids French fries and I've just come to terms with that kind of food is definitely always going to be around us and it's just one of those things where I have learned over time that I really don't want it as much anymore because I feel so terrible like physically after I eat it, you know, I, I feel tired. I feel moodier. Like I can feel the effects of these foods on me a lot more that I've reduced it out of my life. So now when I do have a slice of pizza on a Friday night or whatever, like I feel like crap. I can feel it. And I'm to the point now where I'm like, I'm good. You know, you guys eat that stuff. So I think it's just really finding that balance and having that acceptance that, you know, It's life. It's always going to be around you, but really, you know, coming to terms how these foods affect you. And I think you'll find that if you start replacing those foods with quality foods. So hang in there. I know the struggle is real, but it gets better. So real quick, I wanted to interrupt this episode and give you the health tip of the day. So today's health tip actually has to do with lemons and the benefits of them. So lemons are one of the only foods that are compatible with your digestive system. So incorporating more lemons into your life, whether it's squeezing a little bit in your water or maybe adding it to your tea can greatly enhance the amount of nutrients and amino acids that our body can take in. So this is something that I had no idea about and I am definitely going to start incorporating more lemons into my life and you should think about it too we'll be back after a quick break hey quick question for you are you someone who wants to be fit healthy and happy This is another really good question. So, what do you suggest when nothing is moving on the scale about halfway to goal? So, this is something that happened to me, um, you know, now that I'm coaching clients and we just talk about in progress in general, you know, they say the same thing, the scale is not moving for them and they feel like they're doing everything right. So, I want to give you a couple tips. So, Number one, if you are starting a weight loss journey because you, you physically need to lose weight to become healthier, I really recommend going to a doctor and just getting that basic blood work done, you know, test your hormone levels, um, test your thyroids, you know, just get that basic exam done to rule out anything, any, you know, pre-existing conditions or, you know, rule it all out. As far as the scale, the scale did not move for me. And I'll tell you this. I just told my client this. I have still yet to hit that pre-baby weight, okay? And I've thrown that weight goal out the window because when I look at my progress photos, and I truly recommend take those progress photos, you know, weekly or biweekly or twice a week, I see such a difference in my body as the weeks go on, especially now that I'm lifting weights. I weigh the most I have at like an average, like I've lost the 70 pounds, but I weigh more than I did before I had Ford. You know, I'm like probably 10 pounds heavier than when I had Ford. But when I look at pictures, I've never been so defined before. So I know we put this like, scale like our progress is measured by a scale but if you can truly measure your progress by those photos it's crazy how much you can lose inches and the scale doesn't move and also you know your clothes are fitting better measure your progress by how your clothes are fitting how are you feeling you know switch up your perspective of what progress means to you try to forget try to associate your progress with a number on the scale Um, and try to replace that progress with photos, feeling, and how your clothes are fitting. And I think you'll feel better about that. Ooh, this is another really good one. How do you explain your weight loss journey to friends and family who don't think you need it? Wow. So, gosh, I found this getting older. It's amazing how you'll see like your friendships transform as time goes on and as you evolve as a person and I think the whole weight loss journey or fitness journey, or if you just want to start a healthier lifestyle and someone looks at you and they're like, oh, you don't need that. I think that's when you really have to connect with your why. You know, why are you doing this? If you're doing it for the opinions of others, then that's not really going to work. And then those words will affect you. So really connecting to your why, why is it that you want these things will kind of eliminate the noise of other people and it will less influence you but i've also found in my personal life when i share my big dreams or i share that i'm working towards something i found that some of my friends stay quiet and they don't really share encouraging words or they just don't acknowledge it or just kind of like don't even talk about it and I think that's kind of like a projection of themselves. I think there's like a saying where, you know, if people don't support you, then it's because in a sense it might make them feel uncomfortable because you're stretching out of like the comfort bubble that you both are in and now you're stretching above that. So I think it's where you just, I don't know if that was a really weird analogy, but you get what I'm saying. I think sometimes it just makes people uncomfortable and that, and that's on them. It has nothing to do with you. At the end of the day, connect with your why and really drive from, you know, within you so that what people say don't matter. You know, you know what you truly want for yourself and what your body needs. And if this is something that you do, you know, want to start, then forget other people. You'll find people that are on the same journey too. It's amazing, like, what you put out in the universe, you'll attract. So I'm telling you, one of the biggest things for my fitness and wellness and weight loss journey, I don't know what I want to call it, but, you know, I found people or like-minded people as I went on. Like, my really good friend, Allie, she's, like, on the same wavelength as me, you know? We really bond over this, like, healthy lifestyle and we're both in it together. And, you know, she keeps me accountable when I feel, you know, off track. She's there encouraging me and, and vice versa. So you'll find your people. And if you haven't found them yet, I promise you they will come. But, you know, finding people that really hold you accountable and finding a community, it can be people on Instagram that you've never even met. I mean, those people exist and hang in there. You'll find your people. They'll you'll attract them. So go from there. Okay. And the last question, and I'll, I think I'm going to start doing this more in the podcast episodes. So if you think of a question that you want answered, DM me and I'll save them for future episodes. But the last question is, do I have another weight loss challenge going on? And the answer is yes. So I'm doing another fitness game on March 8th. So be on the lookout for that. And then there will be another diet bet challenge on March 22nd. So be on the lookout for those. Those are coming for March and it's another a great time to join a group that will hold you accountable. They'll keep, you know, sharing support and sharing what's working for them and everyone's just really great and everyone's working towards the same goal. So be on the lookout for Diet Belt. So real quickly, I just wanted to share some of the takeaways that have really been working for me for the past five weeks that have kind of been different from my initial weight loss journey. So one of the biggest things that I started doing less of is actually running. Now, if you are someone who loves to run or you're just still walking 30 minutes a day, keep it up. I'm just telling you what has really kind of transformed my physical body in a sense. I found that when I was running a lot, I was very hungry. And also, running happened to be a lot more time-consuming than just getting my 30 minutes of working out in that I'm doing now. Now, what I'm doing more of is lifting heavy weights. And I think there's been such a, like a negative association with lifting heavy weights, especially for females, because we think we're going to bulk. And what I have personally found is that it is helping me just get lean. So I've been running less. I still run on the weekends because again, running, it's definitely for my mental health. You know, that's the time where I get to organize my thoughts and really, you know, process my feelings and what's going on. Um, So I still run on the weekends, but I've really just been going to Adrenaline Body Works in Lakeland and I'm just getting those like 30 to 45 minutes of working out in with heavy weights and that has made such a difference. The second thing is that I have been eating a lot more protein. Um, I've been doing two shakes a day with protein in it. I'm still doing plant-based protein and I've just been very mindful of how much protein I am taking in. I've just been more conscious of it. So I'm definitely incorporating protein with every meal of the day that I eat. Another thing that I've kind of talked on or touched upon the past couple episodes is I have been drinking so much water. And what really helped for me is I got that expensive water bottle. And of course, it doesn't have to be an expensive water bottle, but I just feel guilty about it if I don't use it because my husband did spend, you know, a good amount of change on mine. And, you know, I just carry it around. That I've really been making more of an effort to drink more water. And I feel so just content throughout the day. I have been craving less and less, especially on that month, the time of the month you know, water has really been helping me. So again, back to basics. If you can start doing anything to start a healthier lifestyle, get those 30 minutes of movement in and drink more water. Lastly, I do want to share, and I'm not going to say like a specific brand, but I did do a meal prep company for three weeks. Now, hear me out. It wasn't like one of those meal prep companies where they deliver the ingredients and you cook. I don't know if y'all know this by now. I can not cook. So those don't work for me. But I ended up doing prepped meals where they actually deliver the two meals a day. And it was a little over $100 a week. But here's the thing. It helped me reduce the amount of time that I would spend ordering out, especially on the weekends, because that tends to be the time we order out food is on the weekends because I don't have anything planned for dinner. And having those meals prepped really took care of that. I never, you know, I never, I always had something to eat because the meal was always in the refrigerator and the meals were actually really good. Like one day it was tacos, one day it was burger and they're all Healthy meals. So I know it's a good chunk of change every week, but if you really calculate and budget, you know, maybe you're spending a lot on Starbucks or you are door dashing and stuff, I think it's definitely in the end cost effective and it really helped me stay on track. So those have been pretty much the biggest changes I've made the past five weeks and I really do see the difference. And It just all goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I think the biggest, most important thing is to take it day by day, make slow and steady changes, you know, just slowly reduce things. You don't need to go all or nothing. It's just all about making those small and slow and steady changes to build a sustainable lifestyle that works for you. What works for me might not work for you, but. I hope I'm giving you some ideas and some tools that you can apply to your life so that you can jumpstart a healthier lifestyle. All right, guys, so this is it for this episode. Again, if you have more questions, please send them into my Instagram. Give me some feedback. Let me know if you kind of like this question and answer style podcast. Be on the lookout for the Diet Bet Challenge and also my two... One-on-one calls for Invest Your Best with Allie K online coaching is now available. If you go to InvestYourBestWithAllieK.com, you will see the health coaching options. One being a one-on-one call with me for 45 minutes. And then two would be the next phase, which is the gold digger call, where I work with you to tailor four long-term goals and three supportive short-term goals with weekly check-ins and a meet- mid-week call with me. So go check that out. And I will see you next week on the Invest Your Best podcast with Ali Kay.